Your Steve Jones Show podcast is loading now. The Steve Jones Show podcast is sponsored by Sunbury Motors, North 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now, from the Sunbury Motors Studio, here's Steve Jones. Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury, Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15, almost warp online at sunburymotors.com. Ford, Kia, Hyundai, best of new inventory with great warranties, the best. Great pre owned inventories with the Sunbury Motors guarantee. And a Terrific service department, whether it's routine or difficult, they handle it all at Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors, Kia, routes 11 and 15, Hummel's Wharf, and online at sunburymotors.com. All right. Um, usually with a head football coach leaving Boston College for another job, it doesn't usually rise to extensive conversation, not even in Boston, but this one does. Jeff Halfley left his job as the head coach at Boston College, and he was there for four years, to become the defensive coordinator of the Green Bay Packers. Well, Pete Thamel of ESPN Talked to a source who told him Halfley wants to go coach football again in a league that's all about football. College coaching has become fundraising, NIL, and recruiting your own team and transfers. There's no time to coach football anymore. Now, before NIL and before the transfer portal, coaches did have to deal with other issues because if I had $10 for every time Joe Paterno told me you know just in chit chat just talking before doing pregame shows or talk shows whatever just in chit chat the number of times he said to me he said Steve I wish I could just coach told me that a lot coaches feel that way they want to coach they want to teach Well, now you have a guy leaving a head coaching job in college to go to the NFL to be a defensive coordinator. Because according to a source, coaching has become fundraising, NIL, and recruiting your own team and transfers. He said, there's no time to coach anymore. Interesting. So Kirk Herbstreit put out a tweet. College football in its current state will be seeing more and more coaches heading to the NFL. Without boundaries and regulation that makes sense, coaches that get real opportunities in the NFL will be gone. This trend will continue until there's a new governing body and it creates a CBA with a player's entity or union that would include issues like NIL, transfer portal, and everything in revenue sharing. The sport is spiraling out of control, as we know, and many of these coaches are not sticking around and just waiting. Just a new reality for the sport. Now keep in mind, you're going into a, into a season of 24-25, and no longer in college coaching do you have Jay Wright, Roy Williams, Mike Krzyzewski, 
Nick Saban. Why? Sure, they're older. I mean, Jay's in his early 60s. But why? You openly have to ask the question, do they want to deal with this? Halfley's a younger coach, and he'd rather coach in the NFL as a coordinator and not be the head coach because he doesn't want to deal with it. I know you wanted to say something there. Go ahead. Well, I, I mean, I, I, you know, we we talked a lot about this with with uh, James Franklin when, you know, at the end of the what he looked like at the end of that that stretch right before the bowl game. I, I, I mean, I, I can't imagine. You know, you know, we you you always say you know they make a lot of money. That's true, but I, I just don't I don't understand how this can be. It's not healthy for somebody like James, who's in his 40s. How can it be healthy for some, you know, how much more does it affect somebody like Nick Saban, who's in his 70s? Yeah. Yeah, James turns 51 tomorrow. Well, he Um, certainly doesn't look it. (laughs) No, he does not, no. But when I point out he makes money, that's my preface. Yeah. Because because I'm just taking out that part that people mention, right? In other words, that's just me saying, yeah, I know they make a lot of money, but... Okay? And here's the long list of what they have to deal with. So I always use that as a preface. That way anybody wants to come at you with the argument. Well, they make a lot of money. I already said that. Okay? So, so like, you know, yeah, you've got to come to the table with a little bit more than that. And um, that's an issue. Now, I mentioned the, the government part. Uh, the other day and when I talk about the government part it's not meant to be a put down in any way shape or form one of the worst things anybody can do is to assume that a group of people are experts on everything Okay, whether you're a state legislator a governor, a lieutenant governor, a congressperson, a senator, a vice president, a president. You are not in any way, shape, or form an expert on everything. You can't be. Nobody is. So in other words, now Todd and I know a lot about sports. All right. Now, are you going to expect us to, to know what the Commerce Department budget should be? No, that's your area of expertise. Right? There are certain people that are in Congress or in the state legislature, some, okay, not a big number, some that are really, like, into sports. Like Senator Chris Murphy of Connecticut's really into it. Right? He's one of those guys that, like, really, like, you know, like, like, like throws his heart and soul at me. He loves sports. Okay, that's fine. Ed Rendell was like that. Ed Rendell knew sports. I just brought up two names. There are hundreds of people in government. It's not their area of expertise to come up with a solution to this. And I know the NCAA is going there because they feel if they can get a 50-state solution out of one body, it takes them off the hook and they're not going to get sued. Right? In the end, there's a couple things they may need to do here. One is collective bargaining. 
which then brings up revenue sharing. And here's one I've talked about before. Major League Baseball, the NBA, uh, NFL preseason, which I think will go into the regular season, and the NHL, they all have now sponsorships on their uniforms. They're subtle, small, relatively small patches. I don't know what the Phillies happen to be. The Yankees, even the Yankees on the pinstripes have it. They do. You see the NBA teams have it all the time. Do you then take do some of that and then put that as part of the pool? So you've got the money coming in from that that opens the door to some level of revenue sharing as part of a collective bargaining agreement? Because right now you have a Wild West situation, and you, know, and you also have some disingenuous people. I'll give. Let me give you an example of this. You'll love this one. Okay, Arizona player, agent, agent tells the University of Washington, my guy made a hundred thousand dollars at Arizona last year. For you to get him at Washington, it'll take one fifty. Really. So exactly where was his miscalculation as an agent? Who's the head coach at Washington now? Jed Fish. Where was Jed Fish the head coach a month ago? Arizona. Jed Fish knew that the player, his NIL deal totaled $18,000, not $100,000. The agent misled by $82,000. This is what you're dealing with with some people. The guy was just a bumbling fool who stumbled into and botched it because he didn't he, he didn't realize in his own mind that one had gone from one to the other. The Arizona people who are now working up at Washington knew the player was getting 18, not $100,000. They're not going to give him 150. That's who you're dealing with. I mean, stories like that. Nobody knows what's real out there. So you're going to need, I think, now everything has with it unintended consequences. Collective bargaining does bring with it the possibility that when your collective bargaining agreement runs out, who's to say the group doesn't sit there and they go on strike? Which they could. But every time you turn around, you are trying to re-recruit your own roster. You're trying to get a guy or two out of the transfer portal, maybe more, depending on your situation. You also have to recruit for the future, and you have to. The whole thing has become so difficult for coaches to deal with, and what's been for the fans. They've been. The fans are obviously watching. No question, they're watching. They're showing up in stadiums and droves. You know, one hundred ten thousand for Penn State, one ten for Michigan, one oh six for Ohio State, over a hundred thousand in Alabama, Texas, Tennessee, places like that. Texas A and M. 
But and you have eighteen schools, eight SEC, seven Big Ten, two ACC, and Notre Dame that make up fifty percent of the television numbers. Eighteen schools make up fifty percent of the TV numbers. So brands do carry the day. In college, the front of the jersey is still more important than the back of the jersey. The back of the jersey is exciting, and the back of the jersey helps you win, but the attraction of getting people to the stadium and watching TV is the front of the jersey still. But you still have now an audience out there that is questioning repeatedly, like, okay, I'm glad the players are getting some money, but it, all this NIL stuff is uh, it. It's got a lot of the fan ba- fan bases in across the country, not just Penn State, across the country. They're they're kind of like taken aback and confused by the whole thing, and a lot of people aren't comfortable with it. And yet, a coach has to keep pushing for it. The NIL coordinators need to be keep pushing for it. The athletic directors need to keep pushing for it because guess what? You have no chance to compete unless you've got something in the tank to offer people these days. You just don't have any chance to compete unless you do. So how do you gain control of this? Because the NCAA, because they are not they don't fare well in court and they consistently are getting sued. I mean, just by putting uh, trying to slap an investigation on Tennessee over NIL, they're being sued now by the attorneys general in both Virginia and Tennessee. Not easy. But you have to gain control of it sooner rather than later because now if you don't gain control of it sooner where the players are still getting money, but in a more controlled manner that's negotiated and player movement. I mean, Castellanos, the quarterback for Boston College, yeah, you don't think they're not beating down his door right now? Because this is not BC's in a 30-day period where anybody can transfer. They'd love to have that kid. A lot of people would love to have that kid. It's pretty amazing we haven't heard much out of Michigan this last week about that kind of stuff. I mean, there have been some guys. I mean, first of all, they had a bunch of guys go to the draft. Yeah. I mean, let, let me, let's start with that. There are guys that opted to go to the draft and not come back. So that's that's a little different ball game. Because um, they have a roster that was re- with an exponentially older roster. And because they had an exponentially older roster, the majority of their guys that are leaving are are leaving because they're draft eligible. They're going to the uh, NFL draft. So that's one of the reasons why with Michigan. Alabama had a younger, a much younger roster. That's why you're seeing with their coaching change more movement. So it's all about roster composition and makeup. Um, the biggest break I think Michigan caught was Donovan Edwards decided he wanted to come back for another year. So it gives them their tail back because Blake Corm's not coming back. Um, but, I mean, that's, that's where you are right now. 
And when you have a Wild West situation that is born out of fear, which is what the NCAA—that's how, well, how the NCAA is going right now. That everything's born out of fear. Their fear, the fear of being sued, because they're not very good at it. It's a, it's a big issue. And right now they've got something that has, as Kirk Herbstreit said, has spiraled out of control, and he's right. And you need to put together an entity that's going to sit down and negotiate with an entity about how to make this work. Usually when you're spiraling out of control, you have to hit rock bottom before you realize what's going on, and I hope that doesn't isn't what ends up happening with college football. Well, enough of the, of the suit analogies. <laughs> we'll come back with more in a moment here on News Radio 1070 WKOK. All right, Penn State basketball last night. No uh, Kanye Clary. And one at Rutgers last night. In a definition of a team win. Went in there. They had a great plan last night. And for Mike Rhodes, and it had to be great for his staff. They had a great plan then to watch the players execute it. They got off to a slow start in the game. They were down six nothing early. You're like, oh boy, here we go. Um, and then they steadied the ship. And the key was that when Penn State took the lead, sixteen fifteen, um, they never relinquished it. Rutgers never went back in front. Penn State played the rest of the game with the lead. That's really big on the road. When you force 20 turnovers, of which 13 were steals, and the opponent only has 17 baskets, wow. That's something else. It is the eighth time this year that they've had a game where they held a team under 40% from the field. They're now 7-1. and one. Eighth time this year they've held a team under 70 points. They're 8-0. That's the importance of what the defense can mean. And they played great defense last night. The out-rebounded Rutgers 40-32. to 32. Rutgers shot 34%. You are going to win a lot of games where the opponent is only one of 17 in threes. And uh, that was a uh, terrific performance. So they go through the first half of the Big Ten, 10 down, 10 to go in the regular season. They went 4-6. and six. I know that there's a segment of the population that thinks they're 0-10. No, they're 4-6. and six. And that's what's so galling about the Minnesota game. They could be 5-5 five and five right now. But... They played as a team. Uh, in the pregame show, Dick and I said last night that Ace Baldwin would play all 40 minutes. He did. And it was a virtuoso performance. He had 10 assists in the game last night. He had five steals. He had a block shot. Had a double-double. Played a great game last night. 
controlled the flow of the game at both ends of the floor. And DeMarco Dunn had to step in and start for Clary, and he had 14 points and a career-high seven rebounds and had a career-high three steals. So... Is there any indication how long Kanye is out for? Uh, I've got a pretty good idea, but I'm not at liberty to say. That's up to Mike to say. I get it. Yeah, I'm just saying that's that's up to Mike to say. I can't I can't step out of bounds on that, especially on a medical situation. Okay. The King is actually going to join us next because uh, I have to travel tomorrow. Those 11 a.m. flights and then practice and the whole thing, it's going to be hard to do the uh, show tomorrow. Plus, Todd's been begging to not come in. <laughs> This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now, from the Sunbury Motors Studio, here's Steve Jones. And today's show brought to you by Sunbury Motors, Force Reading Sunbury, Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15, Ellis Wharf, and online at sunburymotors.com. Ford Kia Hyundai, best in new inventory with great warranties, great pre owned inventory. With the Sunbury Motors guarantee. Terrific service department that backs it up. Whether it's routine or difficult, they handle it all. And they're always looking for new technicians, by the way. So if you're looking for a profession change or you're looking for an atmosphere change based on what you already do, Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury, Sunbury Motors Kia. Roots 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf and online at sunburymotors.com. And by the way, if you do collectively bargain, I should point out that part of that collective bargain is going to be that, uh, no, you get to play the ball game. Uh, so. Now, some of that will be solved by the college football playoff. I mean, opting out of a college football playoff out of a playoff game is a bad look. Um, especially, you know, you're in the NFL. You know, you want guys who can play, who want to play. That's why now they're bringing up the 65-game thing. I guess Joel Embiid is hurt again. I saw the play, and I can see why he got hurt on the play. Um, but, <laughs> so, it came, you know, like one guy could cost him millions of dollars like that. If you're hurt, you're hurt. I got it. If you're injured, I got it. But I'm sorry, but you're playing 82 basketball games in a year. You're staying at the Ritz-Carlton. You're flying on private jets, you know, charters. (laughs) I I know the job's not easy, but still... Should give those guys the the book loose balls or something from the 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 seventies on on Terry, on Terry Terry Pluto. Yeah, it's something on the NBA travel in the nineteen seventies, so they see what it was what it was once oh, really like. <laughs> that was the ABA. 
Terry wrote about the loose balls was about the ABN. Well, I, I mean, there's a lot of travel stories in there, is what I meant. But some of those, oh, some of those NBA books, a oh, ton. That's my favorite book of all time, to be honest. <laughs> a great book, too. Great book. I agree with you. And that league, to its credit, had a. Of course, there's the. We've talked about this story before. Marvin Bad News Barnes. All right, I think they had to fly from Louisville to St. Louis. Oh, and Louisville, Louisville's in Eastern time. So the plane was going to take off at 11. It was going to land at 1045. And he said, I'm not getting on that thing. <laughs> he said, well, what are you talking about? We're flying back to St. Louis. He goes, Jesus, Marvin Barnes does not get on any time machine. He's like, oh, no, no, no. Like We're going to Central time. Oh, bad news Barnes, baby. Ian Ernie DiGregorio, Kenny, uh, Kevin Stakem. It was a good team David Gavitt had. Didn't mean there weren't characters. <laughs> they had some characters. No doubt that league was filled with characters. I was going to say, wasn't, uh, wasn't Jalen Rose's dad on that Providence team too, or is that, is that a little later? Uh, Jimmy Walker? Yeah. Uh, I think he was before that. Mm. He would be before that. All right. I think Jimmy Walker was already in the league. Because the Stakem, DiGregorio, uh, Barnes team was a late 70s. I think Jimmy Walker was before that. All right. Yeah. Oh. You okay there? You falling apart on me? What's going on here? I'm worried about it. All of a sudden I hear woo. And I hear smash, bang, boom. So. Don't know what that means. All right. Next week, of course, will be the Super Bowl. Sorry about that. I'm here. Your brother called and I dropped my headphones. God. You're running into more roadblocks. I mean, first of all, you're way better at the job than the suits, so don't get nervous. Okay. Cavo. What up? Thanks for jumping in, because I'm on a plane to Bloomington tomorrow, so it's travel uh, week. I, did, I didn't I'm get sorry, back. I'm late here. Right? It's, it's like on cue. At 2.30, somebody walks in the door. Of course. Again, and I'm like, I, I got to go. I got to go. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I started telling me, oh, my God, I got to go. And then I, <laughs> then I got to tell them why. <laughs> They're like, right. oh, okay. Well, whatever. You're big, you're big timing him. <laughs> yeah, well, whatever. I'm Trying. kidding you. I'm kidding you. Yeah. I mean, it's no big deal after hours, but. During the day, I never know who's walking in at whatever time. But how you doing? Good. I mean, a little tired. I mean, get out of Rutgers at eleven thirty last night. I drove halfway back. I drove halfway back about one thirty. Stayed at a hotel. Got up at seven and uh, got back here about ten this morning. And then wow. uh, we got got to fly back out tomorrow. So. So where are you at now? I'm home. I'm actually home. Okay. Like, so I, I drove. I drove back home this morning, uh, like the last two hours, and then uh, and then you're leaving again. 
I leave tomorrow morning. Uh, gotta leave. Gotta be wow. at the airport by ten thirty tomorrow morning. You know, the last time I even left Connecticut when I went to Pennsylvania, that was like six months yeah. ago. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we've been all over the place. <laughs> yeah, we've, yeah, we've been. Yeah, it's it's. It, this was a travel week. Then next week, home on Thursday with Iowa, and then Saturday fly to Chicago. I got a game on Super Bowl Sunday at Northwestern. Oh, you're kidding me. Well, not during the game, though. No, it's a 1 o'clock game. Uh, so I explained earlier, 1 o'clock game, game ends at 3, post-game shows at 3.30 at the end. Probably leave the building at 3.45, 4 o'clock. It's a 45-minute trip out to O'Hare. So get there maybe at 4.45. Take about a half hour to go through security. 5.15, get in the year 5.45, maybe back by 7, 7.30. No, you so won't miss much. I'll miss the first quarter. Well, you can tape it, though, right? Uh, no, I don't tape games. Oh, you don't have DVR? Uh, but I just don't. I mean, if, I already, if, I'm, on the, if, I'm, on the, if I'm going from the, ra- on the, from the airport home, yeah. I've, got the, I've got the game on the radio, so... Oh, okay. Yeah, you know, so I'm I'm going to know. I like what the a sport lot is. of sports on the radio better than TV. Uh, uh, Could you record that, Todd? To. Re- record that part. We need that for a promo, right? <laughs> You'd rather listen to games on the radio. Now that's loyalty. <laughs> oh, I love it. I it, get this. Where's ESPN located? Bristol. Yep. Connecticut. Yep. We do not have an ESPN station in Connecticut. Really? Yeah. Gone. Wow. And uh, what's his name, the pitcher? Um, Walt, uh, Walt uh, Rob Dibble. Rob Dibble? He's yep. now Fox Sports. Yeah. That station turned into Fox Sports, and that was the ESPN station, WDRC, wow. in Hartford. And that was, the, uh, that was the ESPN station forever. And... At the first of the year, it changed to Fox Sports, and Connecticut does not have an ESPN station. Isn't that wild? And That's they're crazy. located here. <laughs> yeah, uh, sure. Might as well, you know. Do you have our records, by the way, as to where we are in this whole thing? Oh, I'm winning. I'm not surprised. <laughs> I don't know what the scores are. Well, last week... I mean, who'd you guys pick last week? I went two and all. I mean, I I, I picked Kansas City and San Francisco, so I yeah, I went Ravens went and San and Francisco. I went one and one. Okay, so I think we're all pretty even because we were all three and one the week before. So okay. you know, it's close, but I think overall, between you and me, you're probably one game ahead. And Todd just joined the game, but Todd won the uh, bowl games by a mile. So, Todd's well, not according to the, the guy game. in the corner office. The guy in the corner <laughs> office. The first time we've ever done anything for fun where somebody filed a protest. It's like you got to be kidding. <laughs> I'm telling 
Yeah, he was 21 or 21. Well, I know he was 21 and 21. Look, his whole life. I double-checked it. I Unless I wrote him down wrong. But no, his whole life. So. Look, his whole life is 500. We'll come back with more in a moment here on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Want to work for a stable yet growing company? Got it. Want to work for a family-owned business with over 100 years' experience in taking care of customers and employees? Got it. Want to work for a leader in selling more cars and satisfying more customers? Got it. Who has all that? SMC Sunbury Motor Company is looking for technicians across all their departments. Whether you're an entry-level technician, an experienced technician, or someone looking for a career change, Sunbury Motors would love to hear from you. They're looking for technicians for their quick lane, car and light truck service, heavy truck service, body shop, and frame and alignment division. You can apply online at sunburymotors.com, in person at our North 4th Street location, or call Todd at 570-286-7746. Your new career of working on Fords, Kias, Hyundais, Western Star trucks, plus anything that fits in the door, and some things that don't. Join Sunbury Motors. Your new career is waiting for you. To prove that mobile from Pantella Data Business Voice brings the office everywhere you are, I'm to connect with my team while falling 15,000 feet. We're here, boss. We hear you loud and clear. Thanks, Janice. You know, companies today need affordable cloud-based unlimited calling, conferencing, mobile synergy, and easy upgrades to grow with your business to keep you, well, truly mobile. Pantella Data Business Voice, anywhere you are. Janice? Yeah, boss. Yeah, I'm going to need a little help. The all-new Shimox Furniture World in Mount Carmel has everything you need to refresh your home. Enjoy three stories of beautiful furniture, mattresses, and accessories, including all of the latest colors and styles, and all in a hassle-free environment. Our staff would love to help you find the perfect piece, and we know that we have the best prices around. And as always, get that awesome Shimox service with free delivery, free setup, and free removal of your old. Come visit us at Shimox Furniture World, where we've been serving our community for over 100 years. It's all new in Mount Carmel, selling happiness since 1915. Nurses, accountants, waiters, and welders. Anyone can be injured on the job, unable to function properly. It affects your work and everyday life. Coach soccer, carry groceries, carry your child. No one has helped more people heal from work injury and rebuild their lives than the Workplace Injury Institute at Shemokin Dam Health Center. Call 743-4333. Shemokin Dam Health Center. Designed with you in mind. Diabetes, high blood pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit porky, and you may even have type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month. Call Term Provider. Speak with Big Lou at 800-859-3220. Big Lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes or overweight or have high blood pressure. Term Provider has helped thousands of people like you who think they can't afford term life insurance. To buy a million dollars of affordable term life for you, all you need to do is call Big Lou at 800-859-3220. Lou will make sure the scales are tipped in your favor. Call 800-859-3220. Big Lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a term life policy that you can afford. Remember, Big Lou's like you. He's on meds too. Call 800-859-3220. 
800-859-3220 You check your phone, thermostat, and weather often, but the most important check of all should be yourself. COVID is still out there, but boosters against the latest variants are available. Find out where and how to get up to date at checkyourselfcentralpa.com. Are you prepared for an emergency or disaster? Because it's not a matter of if, but when. Don't find yourself saying, I'll trust water bottles and a flashlight to save the day, but I'll be proved wrong. With a tornado approaching, I'll realize that I like a wheelchair accessible shelter. When the floodwaters rise, I'll be up in the attic with 20 cans of beans. It's a recipe for disaster. Let's prepare so we all have a better story to tell. Get started at ready.gov slash older adults. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. any predictions to make this week. Next week is Prop Bet Week. Okay, I've got where we're at, so... Okay, here we go. I'm 45 and 35. Okay. Now, this is all since Matt left. Matt was kicking our butts. And you are 47 and... That doesn't make sense. Four, uh, two, thirty-two. You are forty-seven and thirty-three. Well, I feel better now. Yep. <laughs> so you're two games ahead of me. Okay. Which means I can't win. <laughs> Only one game left. <laughs> yeah. Now, we'll do prop bets next week, um, which I'm sure will be like the, the length of the national anthem and things like that. The, yeah. like, like the suit, for example, in all seriousness, loves the national anthem. Uh, Who's singing it? Uh, Reba McIntyre, right? Yes. I have no idea. Reba? Yes. That's a good choice. Uh, yeah, I think I don't know about uh, the halftime show, but Reva's good. I think it's hilarious that Taylor Swift turned down the Super Bowl. <laughs> she could be there anyway, so. Yeah. yeah. She's going to have a tough time getting there, but she'll make it. Because so. she's going to be in Japan or whatever. Yes, yeah, but she's, she'll make it, I guess. Okay, yeah. so, so Doug Birdsong sent me this text. Todd, of course, who was emotionally falling apart in the year and dropped the headphones. <laughs> okay. Said that during Bucknell's football game at Cornell this season, Doug is looking out the front of the window, like toward the field, like which is what most announcers are supposed to do. Right? And he's getting ready to call the next play, and all of a sudden he hears crash. He looks to his right, and the suit is laying on the floor. No way. The back of his chair broke. Oh, and he looks as if he's sitting on one of those seats in an Apollo rocket looking straight up at the ceiling of our booth, which is normally what he's looking at anyway. I don't see what the difference is. <laughs> wow, did he get hurt? Well, he fell on his backside, so I I'm, I vote no. It's possible. Uh, probably couldn't reach the cough button, so everybody probably heard it too. Yeah, oh, <laughs> definitely it couldn't do that. Um and I would Touchdown, say, <laughs> I, I, 
I would say that well, he has no pride, so he wasn't embarrassed. Um, was that I a guess, basketball or football game? No, it was a football game. And Doug has the <laughs> tape. <And> Doug, ha- <laughs> wow. Doug has the tape. Doug, you got to send it over. Okay? The heck, this is an entertainment show. This is this this is under the category of entertainment. All right? Bang. All right? Although I was talking to oh Tim Tim Neverett, and Neverett was doing the um, Red Sox at the time, and Tim told me that when Benintendi made the catch in left field to end the American League Championship Series, I guess Joe Castiglione fell down, like. He kind of slipped out of his chair and fell down, but kept calling the play. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> right. That's Tim the Tim same Tim. as uh, the Yankees announcer. He'll do crazy stuff. But oh, Jerry Sterling? Remy and uh, the other one, they used to do it all the time. Oh. So Remy would fall off his chair. He'd, he almost fell out of the booth one time. Oh. Well, that, I mean, this is a case where, um, where the suit just... All right, he broke the chair. That brings with it a series of jokes. Uh, um, we'll stay away from it. Um, Doug, you got to send it over, man. <laughs> no, 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 come on. I got to hear him calling the game and falling. That would be hilarious. I'm down. <laughs> down goes Frazier. Down goes. Come on. It's, yeah, Doug, Doug says he has it. All right. Somewhere. But That's worth you know. money. Oh, I, I, I mean... Well, believe me, if the suit thought he could sell it, he would. I mean, we're talking about it. he's shameless. Uh, I mean, the, the pride left that guy years ago. Um, hey, speaking of the Red Sox, since we got a little, we're, there's really nothing to. What are they? How come they're not doing anything at all? Dave What's O'Brien, your opinion on that? Dave O'Brien and I had to talk about this because uh, I saw Dave down in Orlando. Yeah, and. I said, Dave, I said, what are they doing? He said, he looked at me, he said, Steve, I don't know. And I, honest to God, Kev, I don't know what they're doing. I mean, I they were know. always got the big shot, you know? They would always take a shot at the big guy. You know, Pedro Martinez, you're talking major, major stars that have played there, and they're not even trying for them. No. They're, they're just like... I'm yeah, wondering. He's investing all kinds of money into golf and soccer, and he bought the Pittsburgh Penguins, and he's not spending any money on the team whatsoever. And I, they can't win unless they do that. No, they have no yeah. shot. They they have no shot of winning unless they they throw money into it. Uh, yeah. now, uh, my thought is because one of the minority investors in the Fenway Group is LeBron James. Yeah. And I and I just a personal opinion. I think they're gearing up for an expansion franchise in Las Vegas, with James, uh, of course, uh, being that will just totally. I mean, love or hate Boston, and, and fans don't like their fans. But you cannot not understand the passion that they have for the Red Sox there, and they are furious with this. They want them to sell the team. You know, if you're not gonna. If you're not gonna, for lack of a term, keep up with the Joneses, then then sell the team. You know, you're not even trying to win. You're I mean, just happy to fill the, fill the stadium and you know 
walk away with money in your pocket and you save money. That's, well, do you know? Right. But you, do you know where it's showing up though? It's not showing up in attendance because the ballpark in itself is is a museum. Oh, no. I mean, right? You know, and so they they draw a lot of fans. Mm-hmm. Where it's showing up is the TV ratings. They used to get sevens and eights. Yep. Last year, the TV ratings were like two point five. That's a dramatic yep. drop. They right? were talking about that today on the Boston station that they used to, you know, a Yankee Red Sox series would have five million viewers. Now yeah. it's down to one million. Right. Oh, exactly. And that's where the money is. Oh, I. I I'm just shocked. I've never seen a Red Sox team that didn't try. You know, Manny Ramirez had signed some last, major free agents. Last last time I felt that way was when they um, remember it was the early '80s, and they hired Ralph Houck. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, as the manager, and you're like, oh yeah, yeah. But wait, Doug sent it over. Oh wait a minute, we got it here. Okay. okay. Let's go. Okay. Come on, we gotta go to the tape. Simpson filter and a high snap will hand it. Big hole for Baker. The, the offensive line just pushing the Cornell guys. This reminds me of what Lafayette did. The Bucknell's defensive line literally pushing them. Kevin has broken the chair. You okay, bud? That's going to leave a mark. (laughs) I'm sorry, folks. You okay? Yeah, I think so. Okay, so bring the music down for a second. The the offensive line just pushing the Cornell guys. This reminds me of what Lafayette did. The Bucknell's defensive line literally pushing them five. Oh, jeez. Just so everybody knows, that's our leader. That's our leader. Leave a mark. That'll leave a mark. Oh, my goodness. That's the person we follow to the ends of the earth. the back by something, though. Pick up a There you go, Todd. Oh, that's a good way to wrap up the week. Holy mackerel. That's our You're listening to News Radio 1070 WK.